0: The mm-hmm. mm-hmm. weight, one hundred forty-five three-quarter pounds. National record, fifty victories, including thirty-eight knockouts, with three defeats and two draws. From Piomba, Serangani Province, the former. Lightweight world champion, former super bantamweight world champion. featherweight world champion, former super featherweight world champion, former lightweight world champion, former light welterweight world champion, welterweight world champion and reigning,
1: defending WBO welterweight champion of the world. Yep, there it is, bro. No doubt. Emmanuel Dapendran Pacquiao, the senator, soon to be president, possibly, allegedly, we don't know. There's a
0: discussion about him running for president. How you doing, bro? Man, pretty good. Can't complain. How about yourself?
1: Man, I'm good, man. I'm good. Got a couple of days, What's a few up? days off. Gonna be enjoying this.
0: Ah, yes, congratulations. Indeed. Well deserved. Yeah,
1: I've, I've been I've been slaving, so,
0: <laughs>
1: to say the least. Uh, but yeah, everything, everything is good. I wanted to play that for those who are listening. This is an episode about Manny Pacquiao. We're gonna make it about Manny as much as we could, as much as we can. I should say not as much as we could, so Salute to everybody that's listening in whenever you get a chance to hear this. Uh, Manny Pacquiao is seven, eight division champion. So am I trying to exclude one of the wins that he has with the championship because I think it was the IBO and it wasn't an official. Yeah, it wasn't an official. Fight
0: against uh, Ricky Hatton. The belt he got from Ricky Hatton, that was IBO. That was IBO? That was IBO. Wow. Okay. Okay.
1: Well, regardless... uh, his work, it will stand the test of time. I don't care what nobody says about that. Uh, Ricky Hatton was a was a, was a champion in, in, in every right himself. Um, himself. Yeah. When he finally came over here, he ran into some heavy hitters, uh, Mayweather included. Early in Manny Pacquiao's career, he suffered some losses. Uh, at times, they said he wasn't ready, which could be the case with most fighters. Uh, I know going through the amateur ranks, me getting hit doing the amateurs at the time I did it. When I got hit, I ain't like the shit, you know? And it's just something that you kind of not just get used to, but you prepare yourself and let yourself know that I don't have to get hit. You know, there, there's head movement, there's space, there's blocking, there's things that you can do to make sure that you don't get hit. But then there's also uh, headgear and everything to prepare you for what may happen. I don't know if any, any people who are watching has ever done any amateur boxing or training with coaches if you ever get hit with an eight, eight ounce glove while you have on headgear, <laughs> it's about the same headgear the headgear is cool but with an eight ounce glove it's pretty much like getting hit with with a with a, uh, with, a with a with no hair gear on I'm dead I'm dead serious if a person can punch that shit don't mean nothing so we're here to celebrate show reverence um big up and, and show excitement for one Manuel Pacquiao, Pacquiao, Manny Pacquiao. I think he's one of the all-time greats. I think he'll go down as a not just a legend, but maybe maybe the goat. Like some people will at some point consider him the goat. I have no problem with that. Uh, I can't. Who did he duck?
0: Who did he stay out the way of? He didn't duck anybody. So he 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 definitely is. Um, an all-time great he's in my top 25 okay of all time he's not the goat uh for me um just for me personally uh, but he is right there along with Floyd Mayweather as being you know in the top five of his era um I mean obviously I think he's had a better overall career than Floyd has but they fought head to head and Floyd beat him convincingly. So yeah. you can't, you, while you can have a better career, you can't be greater than the person that beat you, especially if they beat you convincingly. Yeah. So, um, but that's to take nothing away from uh, the Pac-Man simply because like I said, like you said, he, he never ducked anybody. And when you look at his his journey from the lower weight classes, and coming all the way up. You know, some of it is facts, some of it is a myth in terms of carrying his power up. The explosiveness is there, the speed is there, the footwork is there. It's, it's the Pacquiao. Obviously, he, you know, when you look at his knockout records, he kind of hits a wall at 147, right? I mean, he's had some flash knockdowns, but he's never really had anybody out on their feet. No. Or he's never even really had a bunch, even, even a bunch of knockdowns at at, at welterweight, because he's really not a welterweight. Um, so I think that makes it all the more impressive that not only did he come up in weights, but he fought the top people at that weight class, and very impressive that he's fought top guys in his era um, <clears throat> at welterweight. And he's fought. He's fighting to me the top guy in in, in this era at welterweight, who is a a, a huge welterweight at that. Yeah, with I agree. With um with a lot of skills. If I was to liken Errol Spence to, obviously in the culture, we have an NBA basketball culture. If I was to liken him to anybody, it would be like the big fundamental would be like Tim Duncan. You know, nothing flashy, but champion, never looks bad, more often than not is going to beat you. And with what they do, it's absolutely nothing you can do to stop what they do because it's so fundamentally sound. You're not going to outflash it. You're not going to out anything. But where I want to give Pac-Man credit because it's about Pac-Man is, for someone who isn't necessarily fundamentally sound, he is a true martial artist, <clears throat> not just a boxer because he has his own style. There's nobody who moves, punches, does anything like Manny Pac-Man Pacquiao. Oh, and I think because he's so unique, it's amazing. And then what makes him even more special, I think he's the most gifted in terms of from a style stylistically, I think he's the best I've ever seen. Other than obviously, you know, you got Emmanuel Augustus with the drunken style. But Manny, because you can emulate that, but nobody can emulate Manny Pacquiao style. People can look at film. They can do all they want to. They can try to imitate. But we've never seen, and he's been in boxing for a long time. Long time. Four decades. Yeah. We've never seen anybody fight with that type of style or even be able to come close to imitating that style. And I I think that is... um, something that's worth noting. And he deserves, I mean, all the credit in the world for that. Cause that's, that's, it's, it's, it's literally being a unicorn. He is literally a unicorn. Facts. He,
1: he, he goes in that mode of the uh, Nassim Ahmed, the Roy Joneses who had their own style. Like you said, martial artists, the, uh, the, the, the Muhammad Ali's guys who had their own particular style. And it's not something that you could actually duplicate duplicate. The, the the James Tonys, the the uh, the Floyd Mayweather Juniors, uh these guys, these are guys with their particular style. And into a guy that's coming into his own as well. To me, Canelo, he has a specific style and it's very it's signature. It's a signature style. And when you're looking at him, you, you look at it and you go, no one does that. Yeah. No one does that, not at yeah. that level and not continuously. And even though we we do see faults in everybody's style, including Manny's, Manny has taken it upon himself, like you say, to make it a martial art. He's done it on a very high level, and he dares you. He's he, he's daring you to conquer what it is that he does in the ring. Uh, for a guy to go up seven or eight weight classes to start at 110, 105, 108, whatever it may have been, and to go all the way up to 154 and fight a Antonio Margarito, and then continue to make a career at 147. That's a hell of a, that's a hell of a task. Um, I recently saw some video of him right before we got on, he was running up the hills and I was like, yeah, that, that definitely would do it. That would definitely make him stronger because he knows he has a push and be able to push bigger guys back. And he has to do it continuously and over and over again. So
0: he's going to be some resistance,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, he's going to have to Manny Pacquiao is going to have to. I don't even want to talk about that fight, but right. I will say he is going to have to be very powerful. Not powerful. He's going to have to be very fast and explosive in the upcoming fight because he standing in front of a guy that is about to tee off on you and is being prepared to dig in and hurt you. You're going to need every aspect of that speed that we've known him to be. Uh, we've seen many Pacquiao in fights where most guys wouldn't fight a Marco Antonio Barrera, a Eric Morales, and a Juan Manuel Marquez. And this guy fought all of them. He's been he's been to war with these guys. He's fought these and guys. Beat y- yes. And beat them. Yes. beat them. Yes, and in certain in certain parts where it could have been a draw or a loss with with uh, J M Marquez, he still fought these guys, and and I salute him. At one fight, I saw him say, "He's like, man, at this point, I'm getting tired of fighting Mexican fighters. I got to fight somebody else." He's like, "I'm fighting these guys. Um, I'm I'm over it now." And he, that was basically what he's saying. I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, "Yeah, I need to fight somebody else, man, because I keep, you know, I got keep going in here with these guys and." No one else is stepping up. Like I need, I need other fighters right. to fight to fight with me. So uh, he has a he has a to me a, a very good resume, regardless of the losses. To me, it's not about the losses; it's about taking on a challenge and daring to be great. What Floyd Mayweather and was it Rocky Marciano have done? Their achievement with uh without losing that egg is is, is supreme. But you know, there's gonna be some. Kick back on that, especially with to me with Marciano and the guys he fought in at the point where he did fight him. So, uh, yeah, of course. I think we talked about Floyd before about him, we not, us not recognizing when his actual prime or other people not recognizing when his prime was. But when it does come to Manny Pacquiao, Manny Pacquiao has given this sport everything. You know, this is a guy who's made over $400 million in estimated. Manny, I'm not trying to count your pocket, but you know, Shit starts surfacing all over the internet. So, you know, this is a guy who has done well for the sport of boxing. He's done well for the people of the Philippines. This is a guy who gives money out of his pocket, takes care of a bunch of people, and he doesn't have to. Manny Pacquiao has... has, I think he's one of the fighters that you can say if he ever... When he does a pay-per-view, you're pretty much lining up to watch the fight. You know, whether by hook or crook, you're going to watch the fight because it's Manny Pacquiao. There's yeah, only one fight that I did not want to watch, and that was the one against Jeff Horn. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't see that fight even. It, it was over in Australia, you know, so it's kind of like just – it just kind of missed me. Um, one thing, though, I want to say, even though you named, like, James Tony, Floyd, Roy Jones, one thing I'll say about Manny, though, is all those guys had their own style. And it's all signature, even Canelo. What sets Manny apart from above and beyond all of them stylistically – is that nobody can take anything that Manny Pacquiao does and do it
1: mm. Mm.
0: because of the movement, because of the foot speed, the placement, the awkward angles. Um, you know, yeah, people can do the, the, the Philly, the Philly shell, the shoulder roll, and people can do the pot shot and the, 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 the you know, the, the, the pull counters, you know, or, or, or you know, with the Canellos, with the you know, with the faint downstairs and begin get you upstairs. You know, the signature things that they do. Uh, Ali with the double, triple jabs, you know, and then sliding to the left and then coming back to the right, coming across for that, looking for that straight right cross. Things that are signature to his style. Nobody has done in the ring like I've seen other fighters. I'm like, oh yeah, that looks like something Ali did. Or, oh yeah, that looks like. Oh, I see a little bit of Floyd in this fighter, but you don't never see Manny in any fight.
1: No, that's just dangerous. <laughs> that's, because they,
0: that's my point. This guy is a high wire. To, I mean, to me, to have as few losses as he's had and to only really be brutally mopping and be brutally knocked out once every time he fights because of his style and the awkwardness and the lack of fundamentals in his style and given his physical disadvantages in terms of he doesn't have the longest arms. He's not the tallest guy. He's not the biggest guy. No. Now, he, he makes up for that with speed and and, 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 you know, quick feet and quick hands, but you still got to close that distance. So every time he fights, every time he's throwing a punch, because he's fought a lot of guys who are bigger than him, longer than him, Facts. but he's, he's taking a chance. He takes the ultimate chance. and. You know, to me, in my opinion, nobody sells out each punch to, 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 to land a blow more than Manny Pacquiao. Um, Everything he throws is with commitment and it's with everything. And it's also ultimate risk. Like every punch I've ever seen Manny Pacquiao throw, I'm like, oh, if this guy just would hit this counter, he'd have knocked him flat out. But it just doesn't happen. I yeah. mean, it happened with Mar- Marquez, obviously. Yeah, right? but, but he,
1: part, part of it with Manny is some of those punches are throwaways. It, it's not the actual punch that he's made in the throat. So it's just like you've taken a gamble when you walk. But it's that's how that's he sells
0: thought. it, though. Like, yeah. right. so he the throwaway punches, he's taking, most people don't take many risks on throwaway punches. They take risk on a big punch. Manny takes big risk on every punch because he's at such a physical disadvantage. And we'll see in his upcoming fight. He'll do some throwaways to set you up to get you where he wants you to lay that big blow, right? Much like what he did with Algieri. He was just basically showing them, showing him the right hook, uh, 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 showing him the right hook. And then he was trying to, he was throwing straight from the lefts down to the body. Algieri thought he was going to circle back out to the right, away from Manny's left hand, left hands. I was hitting him down to the body. Manny just with that quick feet as Algieri circles, turns around and boom, just waits for him to get in that one sweet spot and detonates that left hand. And just, I mean, literally just, algeri falls back and slides on his behind it's just things like that um you know that it just makes him very unique and very special for a guy his size yeah i, I just i've um yeah he, he's extraordinary and uh, i'm looking forward to the fight and nothing no matter what happens this fight nothing uh that he could ever do in the boxing ring would take away from his greatness
1: Nah, nah, only if he starts slipping away and and Thinks that he has the ability to stay in there with guys who are younger, stronger, and really trying to just uh, mow him down anyway. And I Correct. hope Senator Pacquiao. I hope it doesn't get to that. I hope you will realize the time has come when it has come. Um, but but the guys he's an all time great. I got to put him up there with the Henry Armstrongs. That's a separate category yes. from other guys. You de- know, to de- go definitely up. separate category. Yeah. That's a good.
0: That's a good. That's a good comp. That's yeah. a very good comp. Yeah, to he's go- in the – Henry, Henry Armstrong. Yeah. Uh, he's in him, yeah.
1: Yeah. To just go up and weight classes. And that was a time when you didn't have as many weight classes. You know, there was light, lightweight welter and middleweight. And then it was uh, light heavyweight. And he went out. He went all the way up from being like 120 something or whatever it may have been at the time. So Henry Armstrong is an all time great. He's one of the fighters I love to watch. Um, I like watching them. I I don't think people understand that pressure style. I think you see it in Marquez. uh, Not Marquez. You see it in uh, J.C. Chavez uh, and his style that go forward and and cut the ring off and mow you down and and make you take an ass whooping. Uh, You you see that style. But in Manny, again, like you said, we don't see that in nobody else. Again, because it is dangerous. No one wants to just jump in like that and do what Manny does. Um, the, right. the, the Roy Jones style that's a style we don't see. Guy, you don't see a lot of guys just standing out there hooking off the instead of jabbing, they walk in and they hook or they throw an overhand right or straight right down the pipe and slide out to the side and, <clears throat> and are out the way like that. They're not I don't know too many guys that can do that can do things like that. So we, we I I give honor to Manny Pacquiao for what he's done. He's a warrior of the sport, he's a champion of the sport. He's he's given four decades. To anybody that's listening, Manny Pacquiao's been doing this for four decades, since 1995. 1995. He's been knocked out early on in his career and then late in his career.
0: So let's put this in perspective. In 1995, I graduated high school. I'm 44 years old. Sheesh. So, I mean, let's say the entire time, if you want to consider yourself, you know, obviously, I think you are. You're an adult at 18, right? You can go to war, you know, unfortunately, you can't buy liquor, but you can vote and you can go to war. So to me, at that point, you're an adult. My entire adult life, Manny Pacquiao has been <laughs> been a fighter.
1: That's ridiculous. So that's, that's,
0: that's ridiculous. I can't think of many people that have done many things, you know, other than maybe my parents who worked in a career and eventually they retired. But this guy has been in his same career since the year I graduated high school, you know, I and I'm, I'm his career. Yeah, a hazard, yeah, very dangerous, one that, you know, robs you of a lot of things. We've seen a lot of things taken away from a lot of guys, and he's still extremely physically and mentally sharp. Um, He has all his faculties about himself. I mean, hell, he's a senator of a country and a a presidential hopeful. And, uh, yeah, I just – and I also think he's a great man. I think one – another thing I want to get back about Manny Pacquiao is – You know, people know about all the stuff that he does in terms of the charitable things and the things he does for people in this country, his leadership. But keeping it strictly to the boxing game, when you hear, whenever I hear the term, the fighting pride, the number one person that ever comes to my mind is Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. When you hear the fighting pride, I mean, this is, and this is huge coming in boxing, because when you think the fighting pride, number one country you probably think of is Mexico, right? Just because of the tradition and just how rabid their fan base is, you know, ups or downs, you know, it doesn't matter. It's just, you know, Mexico, 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 but there's no greater fighting pride of any country that's ever existed in all of boxing than Manny Pac-Man Pacquiao, in my opinion. And I don't know if Michael Buffer put that shit
1: together or he or someone else did it for him, but that is one of the dopest things you could you could come up with for that guy. Specifically yeah. for that guy is to say yeah. the fighting pride of the Philippines. Yeah, a
0: whole nation of peoples.
1: Yes. A whole <laughs> yes. nation of people. And yeah. then when you go, well, who else, who else has done it like that for the Philippines?
0: Right. Well, who, yeah, who I mean to me, who else had singularly has done it for any country? Right. You've had several great Puerto Rican fighters who are fighting pride. You've had several great Mexican fighters who are fighting pride. The United States is so huge. Nobody in the United States is a little more complicated. Right. Um, because It's extremely diverse. It's a melting pot. There's a bunch of different um, ethnic groups here, even though supposedly we're supposed to be, you know, under the ideals of being American and nationalities. But people tend to kind of stick to their own. Let's just be real. You know that. So there really never has been a unifying fighting pride. Of, of the US, of United States of America. And so uh, even though there've been some other great Filipino fighters, no one on the level from a boxing standpoint and from a humanitarian standpoint and leadership standpoint uh, is at uh, Manny uh, Pacquiao's level. Um, I mean, to go from where he went to where he is now, and then also to be a Senator at the same time, and a presidential hopeful, you don't get, you don't become any more of a fighting pride with that type of uh, that type of story.
1: That's crazy
0: attached to your legacy. Uh, I don't think there'll be, be any other fighters who ever come along and be fighting over a four-decade period who has done the humanitarian things he's done and can also say, "Oh, I'm also currently, you know, a senator in my country."
1: And still, is not in, in, in decent yeah. in decent health or good health. Well,
0: in his fighting, in his fighting. I personally think the top welterweight to and a guy who I have in my top three pounds for pound at the age of 42 years old, you know, or 43. How old? I maybe mean, it's 42 or 43? 42. 42. So 42. Um, yeah, you just don't see that.
1: No. Um, and then and so, to also <laughs> add to it,
0: you think about
1: just this little thing, or maybe it is a big thing. How many guys have gone away from boxing and now coming back to fight, even if it isn't for prize fighting, if it, if it is for charitable donations? Mm. They stepped away yeah. and came back. And as they're coming back at the same time, this guy's still been here the entire time.
0: Yeah. And I think even though the greats won't admit it, I hear it sometimes in their comments, not even say it for Floyd, even though Floyd has, I, you know, he's, this has been, this is his lifestyle. So I, him to a much lesser extent, but when you see a, a guy and a champion like many, uh, Man Pacquiao soldiering on and fighting one of the best young fighters, um, I mean, hey, he fought one of the uh, top five fighters uh, when he fought Keith Thurman. Even, you can say it even when he took that fight. When you look at it, I, I think he he's the motivating factor for a lot of these exhibitions, for a lot of these guys want to mix it up. Yeah, you've had other guys like George Foreman come back in the older years and want a belt. I think I was extremely Very inspirational. Very true. But Pacquiao's a different, it's just a different level. And it's mostly it, because his fitness, his conditioning, his performance, Crazy. his execution, um, the fact that he's still highly competitive with the people who are at their peak when he's beyond his supposed peak is, is 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 an anomaly and is extremely unique to any other guy who's come back. Maybe you know, even if it's been a Bernard Hopkins, even if it's been other guys, we've seen a greater drop off between a Foreman and a Hopkins and other guys. No disrespect to them; they're all great champions. But I think Manny motivates all of them because it's just like. I turn on TV this decade. I I watch a fight the previous decade. I watch the previous decade and I watch. And there's, of course, do you lose something? Yes. But out of all those guys, he's lost the least. Yeah. Yeah. And the eyes, you know, the eyes don't lie. You see it's the eye test. And it's like, I've never seen anything like this in my life. I haven't. No.
1: And it's the fact that he wants to fight. You know, I think, I think he believes in, still fighting the best still being You're a right. warrior and he has a very high belief in himself i don't i know people will say things like oh money's the motivating factor he doesn't have any money or whatever it is listen no, that's not true listen he's fighting at a very high level a lot of guys you'll look at and go yo that person is fighting for money or something right. like that but this guy's yeah. fighting like you said at a high level this is not, yeah. this, he, is not yeah. this is not this is not equivalent to anything that, like you said, like we've seen. I, what? No. Like
0: who else, no. man? So let's ask you, like, like you, you talk about Manny, and, but Manny's a small guy. Manny barely at his peak even gets up to 147. So to put things this in perspective, what he's doing now at 42, Manny could have said, well, I'm going to fight Josh Taylor. He's at 140. Younger, a little bit more green, definitely not more experienced. He's a Southpaw too. And he can come step right in there, and nobody will say anything nah, about he, him getting that fight.
1: And just he can to fight think that about
0: out. that. He got three times as many wins as Josh Taylor, exactly. And you just look at it and say, at forty two, if Manny Pacquiao was fighting Josh Taylor, he could easily do it at one hundred and forty pounds. And I, I personally think that you know he would beat Josh Taylor now at forty two years old he can literally walk in and be the undisputed junior welterweight champion of the world. Absolutely. Okay, now let's go to 135. Tiafemo wants to claim that he is the undisputed. If Ta- Manny Pacquiao, 42 years old, was to fight Tiafemo Lopez, who is sub- d- the disputed, you know, unified, whatever, yes. champion of the world,
1: yes. Manny
0: Pacquiao would beat Tiafimo Lopez. He could easily still make 135 pounds. So people need to understand that the risk that this guy is taking, what's the tougher fight? Tiafimo Lopez, Josh Taylor, weights that actually are easier for him to make to me, and he'd even be stronger and he'd be faster.
1: Oh, yes.
0: Uh, okay. And and guys who are smaller, uh, And but he's fighting a guy 147 that, you know, a lot of people, and, and I don't want to make this about Earl, but a lot of people are going to, when he's gone, they're going to really realize, like, wow, that was a real one too. And what I love about Manny Pacquiao is he's a warrior, and he even said, "I want to fight the best." And he had a very interesting answer, and I brought this up to yesterday. He, he, you know, they were asking, you know, Ali said, "Man, he's asking, you can fight, you can fight anybody, you, you can really fight anybody, you you could fight, you know, a, a trash can to make a bunch of money if it's about money, or hey, yeah. you can fight a, it did not have to be Conor McGregor, you can fight another big star in the UFC."
1: Yes, he could. He could have did
0: that and did exhibition and make, make make really, I I actually think he could have went on trouble and even made more money if you, if you want to keep it real a spectacle and take way less risk and less punishment. But this answer is a reason why Manny Pacquiao is in, you know, when I say top 25, doesn't mean he's in the lower half. I'm not saying that he could be in my top five. He could be way up from one through 25. We could talk about that another time when we, when we, when we do a cast on that. But he says, because I, not that I want, I want to fight the best, but I want a real fight. And he hasn't had one in a while. And when he said it, he looked at, at Ellie Segback right in his eyes. Like the camera's there, but he's looking at him. And I looked at his eyes and I just see the fire there. And he's just like, because I want a real fight. So when people hear that, it's like, oh, man, he's talking shit. No, man, he's paying homage to his opponent. What he's saying is, oh, this guy right here, this is going to be a real fight i know what i'm gonna get and i I, you know i can do everything i've done before and beat these other guys that's why i'm not fighting them but for this guy right here i'm gonna have to go deeper and do more and pull more out of myself and do something that i've never done before to beat this guy
1: yeah
0: and uh, and And, i i I didn't i don't think i i I think did you send me that I, I I'll check and see if I did, but I can find it easily. It's into you, but boy, the look on his face when he said it because it sounds like a subliminal too to somebody else,
1: <laughs> you know. But yeah. at the same time, you're gonna get the fight, bro. Yeah, and he knows fight.
0: it. He he knows it, and you know, um, you know, they even asked him a question. Well, you know, what Earl? He's seventy-five, 80, Danny. He's like, you know, I'm not thinking about that. I'm prepared for the best, Earl Spence. He said because you know, you know, he said, yeah, man, you watch these guys. Man, he knows who's out there. And his whole thing is, you know, yeah, dude, you know, they may think he might have lost a step. They've said it. They think Spence has lost a step. But however, I think many understand is that even with Spence losing a step at that size differences with those fundamentals, it's still a very dangerous fight. But what he's saying is, I love what he said this. He said, well, a lot of people say that, but w- what if he is even better? What if he's better than before because he's training hard? I train hard. He's training hard. Mm. So I have to prepare for the best ever Errol Spence, too. And so the thing he said, the reason why he took this fight is because he feels, hey, like this guy is going to, this guy is going to give me a, a type of fight that I've never had before. So yeah, hold on one second. You good? Yeah. That's so yeah. Um, but anyway, man, I think that's the thing that people got to understand about uh, Manny is that uh, he sees something. It's a different type of see something in Errol Spence than Mikey Garcia and Robert Garcia said. He's not focused on what could be wrong with Errol Spence. He's focused on what he thinks can be the best of Errol Spence. And he understands that iron sharpens iron. And he just want to see how deep it can cut.
1: Yeah. And he's willing
0: to go out there and see how deep it cuts on either, either side.
1: On either side. And I, I think that he he's looking at Errol and going, oh, he comes forward judiciously or he's flat footed or he he's he he could be slow but i tell you like this man from what i've heard Earl doesn't throw at 100 percent with every punch he he throws accurate crisp punches and when he knows he got you then he starts pouring it on even with the kale brook fight early on it was let me get this jab going out here let me let me make sure i keep the type type of distance i need And then toward the fight, when he finally realized, all right, I'm going to have to steamroll this guy because I can't play with him no more, he stopped backing up and he started going forward. And he started hitting at B – he went from C level to B level all the way up to A level. And you've seen the result of that, a cracked face, a a busted-up face. And he made – you know, he made Kel Brook reconsider his career. But Manny Pacquiao, man, like this guy is just one of those phenoms, man. And and – He's willing to look at what he sees in Errol Spence and go, you know what? I, I I can deal with that. I see something that I can deal with. You know, this guy, this guy's cut from the same cloth. And even, and we also have to consider that Manny Pacquiao has not seen an Errol Spence before. But he's, like you said earlier, he's fought these tall, bigger guys before. He's fought the margaritos. He's fought the, even though Chris Algieri wasn't a mean, vicious fighter. Well, he, thinks he, Hell, he thinks he has. He's,
0: he thinks he has. He's like, oh, I have fought guys like that. I think that's when he's making his mistake. But he's like, oh, you know, and when people say like that, Manny can be coy going along with it, you know, people get very general in terms of, oh, he's a big guy. Like Margarito was a big guy. But Margarito clearly does not have the skills of Aaron No, no, no. I'm
1: just saying as far as big guys like Clotty, like those guys were bigger, taller, taller, stronger guys than Manny Pacquiao. But the yes. skill set of Arrow Spence will be a lot more different than what, he, yeah. what, what he's gonna run into with those guys. So yeah, but yeah, yeah. We, we celebrate and we salute Manny uh, on this on this episode of the of Clean Breaks because we have to we have to take into consideration what this guy has done for four decades, man. Four decades. Everybody think about that. Most people would retire after four decades and be on 401k living up in IRA, yeah <laughs> doing, yeah yeah they'd, they'd be yeah. done they'd be retired on some island living in florida or doing whatever it is um after 40 years in a career this guy still wants to fight and the best i think one of the best things for Manny is that in between some of these later fights or some of the bigger fights that he's had he has taken a break with the kill with he the uh, keith thurman he took a yep. break for what? Two. This is two years. He's coming back now. It, it, it'll fighting. it'll be
0: it'll be about a month and some change over two years since he when he when he ends up fighting on August twenty first. It'll it'll be like a month, uh, two years and some change.
1: So he so he gives his body time to recuperate. They say in between fights he stay, he tries to stay between fifty and seventy percent ready for fighting. Yeah. So
0: uh, and he stayed in the gym, so the muscle memory yeah. is there. People people are yeah. concerned, what he hasn't fought in two years ring rust. See, I think a guy who's had that many fights with that much experience. It's not going to be any ring rust because Manny is not about timing per se. Manny is about setting his pace and then figuring out, hey, how can I out quick this guy to this spot where so right. I can get in and get out. That's Manny's yeah. game. Chaos. Well, with Earl, yeah, with Earl it's a little different. It's even though I don't think he's going to do it. I think that's another mistake people are making. They think Earl's going to. They they don't hear when he when he says timing beat speed true. But Errol's not going to sit back all night trying to figure out how to time pack out. That's not how it's going to work. I think it's going to be an avalanche of consistent punches in different places all over. And applying that consistent, steady pressure is going to be triangulation. And because of the way he's doing that, eventually it'll time into one of Manny's situations where he's coming in and coming out. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's the type of timing that's going to catch Manny. Not what it looked like Thurman was trying to do, where Thurman looked like he was trying to all night trying to see if he could catch Manny coming in. When it toward the end of the fight, he did a good job of saying, okay, I just need to just start walking this guy down and yeah. going into the body. And, and you know, then you saw he hurt Manny a little bit, but then you know, Keith being Keith, he got hit with a body shot, and then you know, at that point it was a wrap. Yeah, he was ready. He was ready to cough out his mouth, mouthpiece and go home for a while. Yeah, like he wanted to so, shit himself.
1: Yeah. So. yeah, but but yeah, man, the guy, a hell of a guy. And I'm sure, I'm sure there was a rest break in between that fight before he took the Keith Thurman fight. I'm sure there was a rest break. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty who, sure. Who I forgot. I forgot who he fought
0: before that. Well, well, let's do that. that. Let's let's do a yeah, check, let's Good
1: people. Let's do a check. All right. Let's see. So he had fought Adrian Broner, uh January 2019. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then he fought Keith Thurman seven months later. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. So the rest the rest came after um, Thurman for the most part. Yeah, yeah but Jeff, he fought Jesse Vargas uh in November 2016. And then mm-hmm. he fought Jeff Horn. In <laughs> July of 2017. And then he didn't have another fight until another year when he fought Lucas Matisse in 2000. Yeah, uh, yeah that was 13 days, a year and 13 days later. Mm-hmm. And, and then Adrian Broner. Adrian Broner in 2019. So he took mm-hmm. like took like six, seven months out there. So, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's had, he yeah, he had some good rest in between, man, to make sure that he was all right. Um, Oh wow! So when he fought Chris Algieri, he didn't have another fight. Okay, Eh. for like five months. He has some decent rest periods, man. But he's done. He's done well, man. Because I thought people were going to pressure him into retirement after he got knocked out by Marquez. Because I thought people would go, "Oh, well, now people know what to do." And I was like, "Well, that's Marquez. Marquez been that's Marquez. Marquez is and and let's be
0: honest, that was the last of their four fights." absolutely <laughs> and, and, and toward the end of the fight at that so um, no, that, that was six, six or seven rounds. was it was it six seven round oh yeah manny was pouring on a lot manny was was whipping him
1: manny was pouring it on and then if you go back and yeah, watch that for, for, yeah for people that are listening i keep telling people all the time a boxer is going to figure you out man and he been had many numbers he just couldn't get him
0: and yeah, you if you go back and
1: watch it, yeah, when you go back and watch it, every time Manny tried to dart in with that right foot, he would take the half step back. He would take the half step back and you know. launch that
0: overhand right.
1: Yeah, and, and then <laughs> and then no, the overhand left for Manny. And then when he did it again, Marquez saw it, and he dipped down and he threw it, and I was like, yeah, that's it, that's it, that's the well, one. I'm talking buddy. about the overhand
0: right for Mar- because Marquez it wasn't a straight right. He uh-uh. caught him. He stepped to the side and he, he did. came from a. From this angle, he came from, he dip, He came from like a, a a higher angle, and Manny totally didn't see it and no. just bam right no. into it. Cause he had that Force step me. count. He had, he had, yeah, he had Manny step count
1: that one, one, two shuffling mm-hmm. in, and he just caught that shit. And he dipped right yeah. in between the chest and in mm-hmm. his right hand. And he and he hell of a punch by uh Marquez. And yeah, and hell, hell of a punch. Hell of a punch and hell of a hell of a way to end that series, uh, between between them man. four fights. I I hope they made very good money um, after that, or during the during the course of those fights, because those fights were epic. Especially the one where he had man, uh, J M Marquez eyebrow cut cut so deep. They were literally yeah. throwing the vaseline into the cut because it was his, his eye was cut open so bad, and he kept fighting. Salute mm-hmm. to Marquez for being a fucking warrior uh, in the yeah. sport as well, because that was that was De- a crazy definitely fight. a warrior. Yeah, that was a crazy fight as well. But yeah, man, Manny Pacquiao, man, you deserve, you deserve it all, man. You deserve all the accolades and whatever and else. Now. Yeah, <laughs> and whatever it is, you you, you deserve it all because you've done such a good job of, and to me, of kind of carrying the sport. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how many fighters do you know during that time of his, of certain decades, the late 90s, early 2000s, and the 2010s? How many other fights were, were carrying the sport like that where, Every time he showed up, where well, every time he had a fight, people showed up
0: to see Manny fight. Yeah, because he was a global he's a global icon. Yes. Manny Pacquiao was the global standard bearer for boxing during his reign in boxing. Floyd Mayweather was the global icon for the business of boxing.
1: The pay-per-view. So Floyd
0: Mayweather is responsible for a guy's getting paid more and kind of giving them a blueprint as to how do you how do you max out your earning potential when it comes to the business of boxing and approaching it a different way? He definitely uh, showed a lot of guys, at least his way of doing it. Um, And, you know, in in terms of just the pure sport, Manny Pacquiao was definitely, I would say was the primary standard bearer for the sport globally. I mean, there's nobody in the world who knows anything about boxing, doesn't know who Manny Pacquiao is
1: no nah, nah, if you if you mention boxing you uh, his name has to come up at some
0: point probably a, yes probably the top name if you were to do a survey around the world um his he would probably be number one that would come up on the list but you know him and between him and Mayweather but I even think Manny's more than uh than Floyd's I would think so So I would yeah. think
1: so I would think so yeah. Yes. Now, when it comes to the
0: business and making the money, you yeah. know. Hey, on, 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 a, on,
1: the, on the street similar. side, to me, if it was like street turns, Floyd would be the hustler. Manny Pacquiao would be the goon. You know what I mean? He would be the guy that yeah. go and do all the clean up work and dirty work to make his living. And Floyd was the yeah. guy, you know, who knew how to make money a little Smart. bit more. Yeah, on the smooth yeah. side. Shrewd. Absolutely.
0: Very shrewd. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely, man. So, uh, anything else you want to add to that?
0: No, I think that's uh man, that's uh, there aren't any more
1: words. I think we <laughs> no Manny Pacquiao, man, you was yeah. a bad motherfucker, man. You done so much, so much for the sport of boxing. You, I'm sure you've inspired so many kids in the Philippines to become boxers. Uh, I wonder if he if he has a gym over there. With do you know? I
0: wonder if he has a Yo, know, that 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 I don't know. I, I would be shocked if he didn't have yeah. one over there. Yeah. Um. Or if one wasn't, you know, with his his affiliation with the government, or if one wasn't erected in his name yeah. through the government. Um. I would be shocked if that didn't have. You don't really hear anything about that. You know, mostly you always hear about him coming to LA to, you know, wild card. I wouldn't be. So, uh, it, 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 yeah. They should be. It should be a wild card over there. It got. It has yeah, I mean, something. Th- man. There, there, there probably is a wild card. Something with Freddie Rose, I'm a wild card because they give me mean, those two uh, linked at the hip. So, to me, it's probably is have to do some research and find out. But I know he, he – I think he got here about maybe four or five days ago, and he's got a his huge entourage already in L.A., and he's training, and, you know, at Wild Card, and he's all – you know, he's all out throughout L.A. doing his training. It's You know, it's almost it, – it almost reminds you of Ali back in Ali's days when, yeah. you know, a, a, champion, a, man, a champion of the people. It's a little different. Ali's a little bit more organic because, um, you know, Manny comes with a huge entourage. And there are a lot of hangers on as it, when it comes to Manny. But at the end of the day, he still, besides all that, he still has this spirit about him where um, he, it's a magnetism that people are attracted to because they know who he is. They respect his work and what he's done. And, um, you know, for a guy to be a senator for another country and to be I kind of way he is to me, he's he's pretty he's very accessible. At least from the videos I've seen, people just literally walking up on him off the street. Yeah, um, you know, you couldn't walk up to a U.S. senator right off the street, whether he's you know boxing or not. Yeah. You can just walk up to a U.S. senator. Um, you have some security issues, so um, yeah. I mean, I think that's nothing that makes Manny great. is his accessibility to the to the common man. And that's another one of the things I greatly admire and respect about. And him. he's not a hated
1: guy. I think that's why he lets himself be accessible because he's not like a hated yeah. guy. He doesn't pump you, fear or disrespect you, toward people. You
0: can't really hate Manny Pacquiao because, you know, he's very consistent. He, you know, one thing I like about him is he doesn't feel, feel that his rise has to come at your demise. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can fight and I can beat you but I'm not going to down you or I'm not going to try to undercut you before we compete. And I'm not going to talk down on anybody. Hey, I'm here for the sport, for the fans. I'm here to give my best. I'm here to test myself. And you know, Hey, I represent my people. And you know, I'm the fighting pride of the Philippines. And, and, and you the know, best
1: part about him not yeah. really having to talk about anybody is because of what he does in the
0: ring, in the like, ring. Like when, there, when, there, when, there's no fighter. And, and, you know, like people is different levels, like you and I can watch a Mayweather fight or, like, take guys, like, currently, like, a Devin Haynes Chris Stevenson. And we we get excited about it because we see the sweet science. But to the casual observer and even just the aficionado, there has been no more exciting fighter to watch to where there wasn't a single bad fight that you observed that had Manny Pacquiao in. Not one. I, I, I can't think of one.
1: No, I don't, I don't, I don't know of any, um, maybe early on in the, er, maybe early on when he was just a one-handed fighter, but even those fights, you know, they <laughs> he was still the explosive. They, yeah.
0: And the thing about him is, is that, you know, usually, you know, obviously styles make fights. doesn't matter with Pacquiao because his style always is the dominating style. Even when he's lost his style, when he got knocked out by Marquez, it was his style that dominated that dictated getting knocked out. Um, and then also, um, uh, when you think about it, it doesn't matter if the other guy is a super defensive fighter or a boring fighter. Or, you know, I know I probably say the, the one I would say people complain about the most is the Mayweather fight, but that was an exciting fight. Manny went for it. Manny jumped in. He got hit with some counters. He landed a couple of shots on Floyd. He buzzed Floyd. He, he, buzzed he buzzed Floyd a couple Floyd. of times. That was a good back and forth. And he, his style, you got to see the clash of styles, but it was still an exciting fight to watch. Probably out of all the fights for the casual fans, that was the most difficult fight. Because then I think when it comes to defensive style of boxing, there's been no no more dominant defensive style of boxer than Floyd Mayweather. So um, offensively, obviously, Manny Pacquiao. Defensively, um, I'd have to say Floyd. So it's just, uh, you know, it is what it is, man. And uh, I've never I've never felt cheated. In any yeah, of his
1: no, I haven't either. Even when I did watch, I don't know if I if I said it wrong earlier, but even when I did uh finally log in and watch the, the Jeff uh, Horn fight, the Jeff Horn fight when it was actually taking place. Because I was like, I'm not gonna watch that shit. He's gonna blow George uh Jeff Horn out. No one knows who the hell Jeff Horn is. Manny's going over there to get a bag, you know. They're gonna sell out some big ass stadium. Come on, man, he like we I don't want to see that fight. Yeah, I'm I'm turning on, I'm looking. And I'm like, why is he having problems with this dude, man? Well, because Jeff Horn, it wasn't boxing. It was wrestling. Yeah, he was. He was <laughs> dirty. He made it dirty. He was and headbutting uh, on purpose. Like he was hit, hit, Yeah, he head-butting. Was legitimately headbutting. And I was like, oh, he yeah. think he slick doing it. And when he finally hit Manny one time, Manny backed up and looked at him. He was like, well, if you're going to do that, come on. Like, let's yeah. just fight then. Like, let's fight. And yeah. Jeff Horn didn't want no piece of that. Shame on everybody for, for everybody involved but we know why we know why Manny lost that fight. Manny doesn't speak about it but we know why you lost yeah. that fight, Manny. We we see we understand the game. We understand Jeff, the
0: game. Jeff Horn was a slower, bigger and stronger Ricky Hatton in my opinion, right? A mauling type of style and dirtier. But just, you know, the the whole thing with him, man, he was just—he, I mean, he committed so many fouls. That fight, it was ridiculous. And to me, he still got outpointed. Um, I don't know how they scored that fight with him because he—he he really wasn't landing anything clean or significant. He was just headbutting and low blowing and fouling and yeah. holding and wrestling. Yeah. And it's—it's it's almost like he got a participation award or, or or he got participation points or survival points. It was ridiculous. And the size difference was obviously immense. Yeah, it was. So it was. yeah, you know, but we'll see you know, It is what it is. We wanted to go over that. Uh, you know, that was a con job. Just, you know, God, that to me there's two or three losses on his record that should not exist. The loss to Timothy Bradley shouldn't be shouldn't have happened Oof. either. That was a that was a, a robbery. That was a theft.
1: I got paid so, that night though, right before because someone made me a bet around the was it fourth or fifth round, and he and he mm-hmm. said uh uh Pacquiao was gonna win. And by the way the fight was going, I was like, nah, they're going to give it to Tim Bradley. I was like, if it stays like this, mark my words, mm-hmm. Tim Bradley will win the fight. And I got kicked out of somebody's house that night. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah. it was like, how the fuck did you know that? I was like, just pay attention to how that's going. Like, you can't let a fight go like that. Manny, I feel yeah. like Manny thought that he could just go in there and kind of like box, but not box with with Bradley and get out of there with a, mm-hmm. with a W. And they didn't they didn't let that slide. He needs to work yeah, Bradley's ass. And yeah. Bradley, Bradley made it seem like he did an excellent job. And he really didn't. Pacquiao just imported nah. on. Yeah, he just did. Just imported didn't. Didn't yeah. on. Like if he really Manny, would have he, poured it on, you'd have
0: been in a lot of fucking trouble. Yeah, he didn't step on the gas. So, but yeah, yes. salute to Manny Pacquiao, man, a legend, icon. Yes, indeed. One of the man. all-time greats, not just greats now, but all-time greats. So. Living legend.
1: Yeah. Living yep. legend. Manny yep. Pacquiao, you are a living legend, buddy. Um, hopefully one day you hear this and, and you can be proud of what was said about you because I, I have no qualms about it. I wish you would have had the Floyd Mayweather fight early on, but you know, it, yeah, it is happen. what it is. It is what it yeah. is, but you you're going down in the history books as as a as a as a as a, a little giant because what you what you're doing is epic and unequivocal. Like I haven't seen that. Did, you are the Henry Armstrong of this era for for us or for me. So, I um, yeah, like to you, yeah. Yep. Salute to you, Senator. Jay, is that it? Yeah, that's it, man. All right, man. We going to call it a Riz This is Clean Breaks, and we done with all this thing, man.